0: Welcome to the Houston Rocket Club Insider Podcast. This is the exclusive show for our members and staff, where it's all about the who, what, where, and why of our amazing club. But before we begin, here's some food
1: for thought. Hello, my friend. My name is Dwight Edwards, and the title of today's message is The Grindstone of Life. Josh Billings wrote, Life is like a grindstone, whether it polishes you up or tears you down depends upon the stuff you are made of. And I think he's so, so right. As we go through life, we cannot dictate many of the things which happen to us. What we can dictate, however, is whether we will overcome those things or allow them to overcome us. We and we alone determine whether our lives will be ever increasing exhibitions of bitterness, unforgiveness, and resentment, or whether they will be monuments of kindness, grace, forgiveness, and tenacity. Ultimately, this is always determined by our responses to what happens to us, never by the events themselves. Thanks to Debbie Thomas for passing along this true story from a nurse at an assisted care facility. It beautifully illustrates the attitude of those who overcome. A a 92-year-old, petite, well-poised, and proud man who is fully dressed each morning by 8 o'clock with his hair fashionably combed and shaved perfectly, even though he's legally blind, moved to a nursing home today. His wife of 70 years recently passed away, making the move necessary. After many hours of patient waiting in the lobby of the nursing home, he smiled sweetly when told his room was ready. As he maneuvered his walker to the elevator, I provided a visual description of his tiny room including the eyelet sheets that had been hung on his window. I love it, he stated, with the enthusiasm of an eight-year-old having just been presented with a new puppy. Mr. Jones, you haven't seen the room. Just wait. That doesn't have anything to do with it, he replied. Happiness is something you decide on ahead of time. Whether I like my room or not doesn't depend on how the furniture is arranged. It's how I arrange my mind. I already decided to love it. It's a decision I make every morning when I wake up. I have a choice. I can spend the day in bed recounting the difficulty I have with the parts of my body that no longer work, or get out of bed and be thankful for the ones that do. Each day is a gift. As long as my eyes open, I'll focus on the new day. What a great word to all of us, whether we have begun losing our working parts or not. Our flashpoint. Life will either polish us up or tear us down. The choice is ours. See you next time.
2: Hello, everyone. Thomas Promo here for the 32nd episode of the Houston Racquet Club Insider Podcast. Uh, as you know, all previous podcast episodes are available in the uh, podcast library, available on your HRC app. So today we have quite a lot to cover and a uh, probably lengthy interview session because the biggest problem I have is trying to condense our rock stars comments and interviews into the allotted timeline that we have and I'm trying to keep these podcasts to 30, 35, 40 minutes max and so here I go. I'll stop rambling and jump right on in. Um... Many members, staff members are going back to school, so I want to say thank you for just a great summer, given the circumstances. I wish you all the best in the next school year. I think what I really want to point out, too, is the great job Gene did with the help of so many members featuring our seniors in Iraq Rock and Tour, uh, given that they didn't have their usual ceremonies at, at the end of the school year. So that was a great addition, and I'm sure it'll stay a collector's item So I encourage all of you, stay healthy, uh, continue what you can to maintain um, as safe um, an environment as possible and so forth, and let's get through this together. Uh, Honorable mentions this week, I had quite a few common cards I want to share, so I'll jump right on in. One is from Mark Burrows, and he wrote uh, that Jonathan is just a great bartender. He always responds quickly, and his service is great. Then I got one from Jim Pappas. He wrote, awesome birthday for my dad. Thank you. Always great. William was great. Thank you, Jim. Uh, our tennis committee chair, Eddie Podomo left a comment card. Great job, of William and Aaron. <clears throat> and he also said, the triple dip is the best in Houston. So challenge out there. The uh, next one is uh, from the Hortons. Glad we came. Haven't been at the club much. Louise was great, and so was seeing everyone. It's fun. Thank you. Finally, we had a comment card from Wendy Mixon. Our service for lunch was outstanding. Carmen remembers my name every time by we come, and she makes us feel so welcome. Next one is from Meredith Rall. She wrote, Louise is amazing. I bring clients to the club every Tuesday, and he makes sure that they are taken care of with their favorite drinks. Amazing job. Then uh, I have one from Christian uh, Gubitz. Jesse provided great service. He's always very friendly, and we enjoy sitting in his sections. And then from Angie, same family I got. If Daniel isn't a training lead for new servers, he should be. He's an exceptional member of the staff. We always enjoy a visit in his section. He knows what we need before we ever ask. Thank you, Daniel. And then finally, from Brad Elmore, I wanted to drop a note on how great of an experience we had with uh, Jackie tonight, as well as over the past two years. She's always so positive and attentive, as well as having an incredible memory of what the members like and don't like. She's a joy to be around and a real asset of the club. I really appreciate her, signed Brad. Finally, I got an email from the Rockstar I'm interviewing here in just a second. It came from Lindsay, and it said, Thomas, I wanted to share with you that I've noticed over the past few months just how hard Elizabeth and Licey have been working. I never see them sitting still unless it's lunchtime, LOL. A few days ago, I saw them carrying cleaning materials and asked what they were doing, they explained they were filling in for the cleaning team, while some of their staff were out. I know that a lot of our staff are going the extra mile to fill in where needed, and I think that both Elizabeth and Licey have been great examples of this. They are, and have been, very dedicated staff members over the years. Thank you, Lindsay. Couldn't agree more. Appreciate that. Welcome, uh, new HRC insider. Joshua Perla is a youth attendant. Maria Rosemont, youth attendant. Elmer Delgado in maintenance. We have, celebrating their anniversaries for six years, Isabel Thorin. Isabel, if I put your last name, I apologize. Uh, you're doing a great job with the swim team. Uh, Ten years, Alexi Alonso and Elizabeth Gamboa. 32 years, Ubertina cornejo in the laundry um, department so tennis camp and camp fuel is done we had a wonderful summer given the circumstances i want to appreciate everything the staff did and members um, bringing the kids to the club and and of course it was great seeing the kids laughing playing tennis being out there we had some challenges but we worked through them we're looking forward to our youth day camps when the kids have a free day And more information on that will come from the youth department. And speaking of school, we know things are looking much different this year with the online schooling, but please take advantage of our homework help offered in the youth department on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. You can sign up for that on the HRC app. Our last summer youth uh, bingo night out in the pavilion is taking place on the 26th on next Wednesday, and let us wear all um, our Astros gear to support the team. So... Astro's Bingo Night on the 26th. Chef Adams' new seasonal menu will be launching in the grill in September, and the new offerings are delicious. The kitchen staff has been training for the last few weeks on perfecting the flavors of uh, all the dishes. And then finally, Back to Tennis, Back to League is happening on Mondays in August, and don't miss the last two sessions on August 24th and the 31st. It's from 9 to 11 a.m. Of course, contact the Pro Shop or Alex Graham to sign up. And with that, let me introduce our next insider. As mentioned, Lindsay Tafoya is our director of Club Communications, and she has done just a phenomenal job in so many, on so many levels. Uh, we're proud of all of those accomplishments, but in particular, I really want to point out the HRC app. And with that, we'll go right into it. So welcome, Lindsay. Welcome, Lindsay. For once, we're not using the app to record, but we'll talk about the app in a second. I can't believe I finally got you in front of me. After everything we've been through, well, for everybody who doesn't know, Lindsay was instrumental in getting this podcast off the ground, not just with the app, but, but teaching me how to use a microphone, getting microphones, mixers, setting it all up, and then bragging about the Rocket Club podcast <laughs> across the state and the Club Management Association. So, Lindsay, long overdue. Welcome, Thank you. How you doing?
3: Doing good. Okay. Doing good. It's 2020. <laughs> it is, yeah.
2: And, and not over soon enough, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know how this drill works because you've been here from day one. So we'll jump right on in and tell everybody who Lindsay Tafoya is. Okay. <laughs> Where are you from?
3: Well, I'm from Walnut Creek, California, and uh, I've lived in Houston since two 2000- thousand. Four? What did I say on there? 2003, 2004.
2: <laughs> Something like that. I have no idea. What, I had to do the math. <laughs> I have no idea where Walnut Creek is in California. So where So
3: is that's outside of San Francisco. Okay, great. Sicily, I think, is also from that area. So Really? We have that in common. Okay. Yeah.
2: When did you uh, come to Houston?
3: Uh, when I was 14. I was in middle school and my dad worked for Brown and Root. And uh, they moved him out here. And then shortly after, he started working with Halliburton. So um, he would travel overseas to work a lot. And Houston was just a good place for commuting.
2: This is the darnest thing. I just had lunch. Mm-hmm. I talked about that company that had that big complex on Bel Air next to the Beltway. And I couldn't think off the name. And here we are. <laughs> it's funny how that works. Where'd you go to school?
3: Uh, well, for high school, I went to Incarnate Word. Um, downtown, and then in college. Well, I kind of waited a while to go to college. I didn't really know what I was passionate about yet, um, but I ended up going to the Art Institute for their International Culinary Program, and then from there, I went to University of Houston for uh, Hospitality Management.
2: I forgot about that when we first met a few years ago. You were um, you were actually a personal chef too, right? Yes. We'll get to that in a second. But you graduated from. Mm-hmm. The Art Institute with a culinary degree?
3: Yes, I got my Associates of Applied Science there.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. How soon after that did we meet?
3: Uh, I want to say maybe two years, a year or two later.
2: Yeah, because uh, after that, you we went to U of H, mm-hmm. right? And and, and and how did that go? I think that's when you met Sicily, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, when I, when I started at U of H, my goal the reason I wanted to go there is because I thought I wanted to open a restaurant or at least be part of a, a team that opens restaurants. And I know Cicely has a lot of experience in that as well, So, which is why we really kind of get along. But uh, one of my friends in, in school convinced me to join the CMAA, which is the Club Managers Association.
2: Quick question. Sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pardon me. Did, were you in one of those, um, one of those uh, private club, Uh, sessions Um, I think Joe Bendy hosted them I think I was there one time or two were you in the in the in the uh, audience audience? yes wow
3: yeah so I mean from my first year there at U of H they talked about private clubs we had several club managers come out and uh, speak in our classes and it still at that point was never something I had considered um, until I joined CMAA which is when I got to meet Sicily and yourself and Joe Bendy and Jonathan Shear, you know, just mm-hmm. all of the club managers yeah, from right. around Houston. And right. I was able to travel to world conferences and um, meet many other club managers. And it just was such a great community of support. And I received scholarships from um, the CMAA. I received probably over $10,000 in scholarships um, so I feel a lot of loyalty to that organization.
2: You know, there was our <clears> there <throat> was our biggest challenge back then going to U of H and convincing mm-hmm. the hospitality students there's more than hotels out there. Right. I was in the hotel business. I didn't know anything about private clubs.
3: Right. You know. Well, and you know, and to, today <clears throat> with COVID and Harvey and all these things happening in the world, I'm really happy that I chose private clubs because. A lot of my friends are out of jobs right now who decided to go into hotels and restaurants and, uh, you know, other hospitality fields.
2: Members are still somewhat comfortable coming to their club. Not so much comfortable staying at a hotel these days.
3: Right. No, no traveling. Right. None of that is happening. Not too much going out to eat. But, you know, that's what I had fallen in love with as far as private clubs is because it kind of has everything all in one. where you know we have dining we have um events we have activities and uh every department you know has its own thing going on whether it's tennis or at other clubs golf their youth departments yeah Um, yeah so there's just so much to do okay
2: you're hired (laughs) oh wait you're already here okay (laughs) this is good you know I know you worked in a bookstore which surprised me and mm-hmm. but what really caught my eye on the script that Sicily prepares is you loved Anthony Burden
3: I did and yes.
2: uh, I was still sous chef reading kitchen, kitchen confidential when it came out and that was an eye-opener and, right. and everything else so why why Anthony
3: oh uh, he's he was just so cool <laughs> I mean he had such a way with words that just made you feel like if you, you know anything outside of what he did was just not cool um and i had already had you know that interest and passion in cooking and so he really just fueled that for me mm-hmm. and then when um you know he his show came out yeah that's when i really yeah. was like oh i'm all in this
2: yeah he was he's certainly certainly missed he, mm-hmm. he he was something reading about what went on in the behind the line in the kitchens in new york was another story we're not going to get into this <laughs> uh on this g rated podcast here or well, maybe pg <laughs> but So you enjoy diversity and trying, experiencing, creating new things. Well, that's an understatement because ever (laughs) since you got into your role here as the communications director, I know you came in and you first started helping out with food and beverage. And Mm -hmm. then, of course, that little thing called Harvey came in and threw a wrench or two. Mm -hmm. Um, Then you and Chef Adam worked closely together and you did all the initial food photography, Mm right? Right and and um talk a little bit how we started developing that because our members listening know how it all of a sudden appeared one of my things that I mentioned to Adam the other day was I'll never forget how to make queso because he was (laughs) standing there with Kathy Lasseter at the time you know now Kathy Perrin I know what your name is Kathy
3: um
2: (laughs) sorry how did that go
3: well you know after well when I came here my goal was to open a new restaurant um and then I just kind of fell in love with HRC and I didn't want to leave after that. So. Because it
2: was right during the renovation. Right. They came up with this new concept, the outdoor dining, and so mm-hmm. it was a perfect fit for you.
3: Right. And so, um, you know, when I got here, Sicily and, and I worked together on the training and development of the front of house staff, as well as setting up the, you know, uh, policies and procedures for the new dining facility. And so that all went great until Harvey happened. And then uh, we kind of had to put things on the back burner and, um, trying to come up with new ways to,
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, get the word out about, you know, our, our dining program and what we had to offer as far as to go food and, I'm yeah. um, getting, and once we were able to get everyone back into the grill, um, making them aware that this is a place that you should still should come out to and,
2: and i remember opening day with uh what 600 plus members here on the (laughs) decks i've never seen anything like it ever
3: i remember uh standing in the buffet and you walked by me and you said channel the duck (laughs) which is something (laughs) that you you know i (laughs) you've told me about before but then you said to me just write everything down just write it all down and yeah. so I did that and that was great advice. When
2: you, when you look at it, somebody gave me that advice a long time ago. You know, put everything you're good at on the left column, everything bad on the right column, mm-hmm. compare the two, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. What am I worried about, right? <laughs> I can learn this. Okay. But um, channel your duck. Well, there's somebody else listening or a few people here at the <laughs> club that know what that means. And I think your introduction to the channeling the duck was on Mother's Day a few mm-hmm. years ago. Yes. But that's true. You worked at Central Market? I did. What'd you do there?
3: I was their specialty food production chef. Uh, so basically it was a glorified catering manager. So I don't know if you know much about Central Market, but they're owned by H-E-B. And I mean, I think that I told Sicily, might be in the notes there, that their holiday season is like on steroids. Yeah. I mean, just very yeah. high volume. Yeah. Um, But all the food is, you know, they i i took a lot of pride in how much care we put into the food there and um the quality of it
2: okay so you've always had that culinary enigma that's Mm why we got along right away you can't take the chef out of me either you know (laughs) poor adam and every chef before him they know but i love it it's it's just in my veins
3: very very helpful especially when i came here and started Mm -hmm. working with adam uh, for marketing you know the grill and and events going on and having that culinary background because then I started writing or uh, developing helping him develop the menus as far as like the layout and the look of them and just knowing what the verbiage should be
2: yeah one thing I didn't mention earlier we talked about U of H but mm-hmm. I remember Cicely sending me a picture of the setup it was the first U of H career fair we mm-hmm. participated in and I think that's when you met mm-hmm. right yeah. It's amazing. Um, you know, knowing, going back and forth, and um, uh, who was the president at the time? Past president, Paul Peacock, and, mm-hmm. and then Joe Bendy, and I actually met with the dean at U of H when I was on the board of CMA, because mm-hmm. we wanted to get that relationship going with mm-hmm. students, and all the while, you were also here for a tour, right? The HRC club tour, were you not?
3: No, you know, I don't believe that I ever got okay. the chance to tour this club, but I know that um, I, so I took Joe Bendy's class. Mm-hmm. And um, that year, we didn't come to this club for some reason. I don't know why. It might, maybe it was because of all the construction. Probably the renovation. Right. But that's
2: the, the only year we missed, I think. Right. Well, good. Um, training and development, you talked about that uh, earlier. And mm-hmm. then what's, uh, what's this Houston food finder business I hear about? <laughs> what did she do? You wrote for?
3: Well, yeah. I mean, I was... Uh, kind of on hold here while Harvey was going on, and I didn't really have much of a, you know, job at that time, so um, I was filling my time with other things, and so I had a mutual friend, and she runs this online food publication in Houston, and so I started writing for her, which was awesome, because I got to go to a lot of restaurant openings mm-hmm. and tastings, and uh, I loved to write, so it was really exciting for me.
2: Yeah. You know, I'm thinking that this just reminded me of where we lost Cleverly Stone this year, you know, yes. and I had no idea because right. all this COVID stuff going on. I kind of
3: right.
2: never saw it until maybe a and couple. I,
3: and I have known her throughout the years, and I had spoken to her probably three months before it happened, and um, she had told me she was having some health issues, but I never, ever imagined.
2: Well, well she certainly missed here in Houston in the restaurant scene, my goodness. <laughs> Then, um, and I'm kind of back and forth, and that's okay too. But I do remember the kind of reconnect after Harvey moment mm-hmm. was when we had a CMA event over at Sugar Creek Country yes, Club. that's correct. And it was a breakfast, it was the an annual meeting, I believe. And yeah. there you are. And I go, Lindsay, I remember you, <laughs> Lindsay, Sonny, Sonny, Lindsay, talk. Yeah, yeah. remember that? That
3: was right. <laughs>
0: that's exactly well, how
2: it went. I'm, I'm, I'm making light of the situation, but I cannot stress enough what you have done here at the club and, and with, with COVID. And the app coming out right mm-hmm. before it, it was absolutely just a lifesaver here mm-hmm. with us being able to do the, the to-go and the, and to bring the club home and, and everything. Mm-hmm. and uh, From your butcher paper over in the chest in chilling to the, to the uh, meet you in the grill, M- <laughs> M-E-A-T for a steak night. I mean, it's just so creative. Where did you get that?
3: I, Thomas, I have no idea. I think probably just from... Um, just my upbringing. I read a lot. We traveled a lot, um, just experiencing other cultures and seeing. I've always been very interested in um, marketing and not as a career choice, but here I am. <laughs> That's
2: awesome. You know what? Before we run long, there's a little business we got to take care of too today. I think it's a price drawing day today. So I'm going to give uh, Cicely, um, uh a chance to maybe get that thing uh, set up. But uh, before we do that, I have a couple of more questions. So why why the, why the Racket Club? Because I know you were an intern some, at some club down the street where a friend of mine works. What's the name <laughs> of that club?
3: Uh, yes, that's the Forest Club. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs>
2: what what got you over there and working with Nadia?
3: I had a friend, uh, her name is Denise Alonzo, and she worked there. Oh, the, and uh, she was interning there. And now Denise, funny enough, is the general manager at the Bayou Club. Right. Um, and so Denise kind of got me in with Nadia and I had always had a good relationship with Nadia. She's just such a, you know, great person to talk to. Okay.
2: Um, how long were you there?
3: A little over a year. Okay. So, um, from there, you know, I went back to school to finish that up. And then I had decided that it was time to get out and start looking for a job and, I ended up going to a career fair where I saw Sicily, and I was like, you know what? That's where I want to (laughs) go.
2: That's where you want to go. All right. Um, Back to what I was asking earlier. So our insiders voted for a Costco membership, a one-year membership. So all the employees, all the HRC insider that participated in the online trivia quiz qualified. We have the names in a crystal clear, nice, high-quality plastic box I'm looking at across my (laughs) office. And, Cicely, go ahead and stick your hand in there and go draw a name, and then, Lindsay, read it out loud, please. The winner is...
3: Alexi. Alexi. He was was one of the... He was on a podcast. Oh, yeah, Mr. DJ.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Congrats, Alexi.
3: Congratulations. Can I give you my shopping list?
2: There you go. You're going to have to ask him. So, that kind of... Wraps up the Q&A thing here, I think. Um, But Cicely says you you had something to say. Oh, I do. Yeah, something about how Thomas Cook turned the table.
3: Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) Sorry about that. Yes, I did. I had really enjoyed how Thomas Cook had asked you a question, and I wanted to ask you my own question. And I had help from Gene, full disclosure, on this one.
2: Oh, that's just great.
3: (laughs) So you know how when the Astros come out onto the field – they always have like a, a theme song. Like what, if you were walking out onto the field, what would be your theme song? Hmm. 10 seconds.
2: I don't have one in my head. I mean.
3: You have a whole library. Well,
2: I do. But I mean, there's so much. It's like, <laughs> you can't ask me what my favorite song is. My favorite theme song. I mean, you get everything from from Rocky to what's the latest. I mean, how about i play it at the end?
3: okay I is like that, that fair enough that's fair
2: now if I would have known that ahead of time I could have prepared but that's okay if if uh and Jean put you up to this I probably have quite sealed. a few songs I can't think of it at the moment but I'll play it at the end of this podcast
3: well hey the tables return now you know what it's like to be in the hot scene.
2: well that's good I, yeah. I actually I, I like that you know so um okay the last three things what's on your bucket list what do you like most about the club and what can you share with the staff of the Houston Racket Club that kind of drives you every day
3: Mm -hmm. on my bucket list I, I try to keep it pretty attainable at this point in 2020 so my bucket list is just to be happy no matter where in life that takes me I just want to be happy uh, what I love about HRC is the diversity of the, the staff and the members. I really love learning about their, where they come from because we have so many staff that come from all over the world as well as our members. So uh, that's always been very interesting to me. And then uh, what motivates me, um, what motivates me is making a difference in people's lives and just trying to put a smile on somebody's face.
2: That's it. that's it that's it that's that's a nugget that's a wrap for three <laughs> awesome um Lindsay, thank you so much we're, thank uh, you we're out of time keep it to my 30 40 minutes um but i uh, really appreciate you uh sitting there and doing this and again for setting this whole podcast up to begin with and getting us off the ground
3: well i i want to share something it's actually really funny when you had first Got started this. You emailed me, and I think the subject line was top secret. And you said, "I am um, thinking about doing a podcast." And I was getting my hair done, and I just was laughing. And the hairstylist was like, "What is you know what's going on?" And I was like, "I just the CEO at my at my job. He's just he's out there, and I love it."
2: <laughs> I'm out there in many more ways. That's just strange, <laughs> but I appreciate you saying that. And yeah. yes, I do love surrounding myself with creative people like like yourself and. People that challenge me and people smarter and, and so forth. So, what a great addition, and thanks again for so many things you've done and continue
0: to do for the club.
3: Definitely. Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity.
0: Thank you for all that you do and participating in the Houston Racquet Club Insider Podcast. And if you have any suggestions, recommendations, or compliments, press the Engage link below and let us know what you think. Or email us at engage at HoustonRacketClub.com. That's E-N-G-A-G-E at HoustonRacketClub.com. And when you do, you'll be entered to win some fun prizes. And now, stay tuned for Thomas' Song of the Week. Have an amazing day.